1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom!
2: If you thought four hours a day,
3: 1,200 minutes a week was enough...
2: Football Sunday. It is on like Donkey Kong today. And we're your pregame act or maybe during the game? I don't know. You listen to this podcast whenever you want. We do, we do it in the morning, but you can listen whenever you want. But it is the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G. We thank you for following the podcast and actually listening to the podcast, which is the most important part. And we want you to listen to every single second. But all we really need... Is what, Danny? We need approximately two minutes of your time. Five minutes. All right. Five, give us five good
3: minutes, and that's all we need. We're good. We're golden. I've listened back to these podcasts, Ben, in like 12, 15 minute increments. Yeah. It's not hard to listen to your content for 15 minutes. It's like your live radio show. I'll tune in for 15, 20 minutes. You get it on my nerves about something clippers related, and I turn it off. i understand
2: why you would be jealous of the clipper talk it's the hottest team in the nba the people's Uh, team they've got james harden now they're just on an absolute as the kids say they're on a burner
3: what tell me you're not distracted by that ugly ass beard though
2: uh no, I'm fine. I, I I'm distracted by the fact that I I'm concerned he's going to puke all over himself in the playoffs like he's done for every other team he's played for. But the good news is the Clippers have enough guys where even if he has a you know a crapper like we talked about yesterday, <laughs> that they should still be able to weather the storm, uh if if you will. So,
3: but uh, you think if they did forensics on his beard? They would find food crumbs from 10 years ago. Yeah. He can't get rid of the beard, though. He looks
2: very odd without the beard. He looks very odd without the beard. We've seen photos of him when he was at Arizona State. Yeah. He looked alien-like. Looks like a nerd. And with, with the beard, he looks like a tough guy. You know, he's got that intimidating uh, swagger as a tough guy. Wrong. Absolutely. All right, let's get to the let's just get to the mailbag. Why, why waste time people sent letters yeah. in. They want us to talk about the, What they said uh, they wrote. So let's uh, here we go. Ohio, AL. It's in the bag. Ben's mailbag. Let's get into it. First one is from Dan in Kansas City. Uh, says, guys I like the podcast, looking forward to the Chiefs game this weekend. Uh, he sent this the other day. He says, uh, I just saw a story. F- it's it's uh, somewhat recent of Patrick Mahomes. And he was asked a question what his favorite burger was between In-N-Out, Five Guys, and Whataburger. And Mahomes said that the top burger was at Whataburger. What do you guys think uh, about about uh, Mahomes' favorite burger? Favorite burger it's from Dan.
3: What a guy. That's because he spent a lot of time in Texas, right?
2: Well, not only that, Danny, I believe he owns a bunch of Whataburgers. I think he brought some locations to Kansas City. So, I, me thinks the witness is biased, right? Uh, I Compromised. I think he's compromised. I, I've I've been to Whataburger. I, they have some in in Arizona, and I like Whataburger. I've told the story, my Whataburger story, because of the Suns, Phoenix Suns games, and they, they used to. I'd listen late at night to Suns games on the radio on transistor radio because I'm a nerd, got a radio, and the announcer Al McCoy, when the Suns would hit a three point shot, he'd say, "What a shot, Whataburger," and uh, and I wanted to eat there, and I have family in Phoenix, so I'd go, we'd go, and I'd ask my mom to eat it what a burger and it was good but it's not as good as in and out it's certainly not as good as five guys those are better burger locations. that's a bad job by mahomes yeah but he is from texas so i've never tasted that before yeah it's better than a lot of the fast food places. certainly better than what travis kelsey likes his, you know, his favorite burger is burger king he says that's the top fast food burger uh-huh. who has burger king it's not 1985 Come on, let it go, okay? Let let it go. Like I'm glad Burger King's still around,
3: but they got to reinvent themselves over there at the King. The King has fallen. You mentioned five guys. I, I sure wish that joint was more affordable. Yeah, it's really pricey. I ordered just for myself because my chick wasn't in the mood for a, a hamburger. She opted for what was next door, which was like a Mediterranean grill. So I was like, okay, will you go into the grill. I gave her my debit card, and I'm like, I have a little bit of cash on me. I'll go in to Five Guys. Uh, that little bit of cash in my pocket was nowhere near enough, and all I got was a small fry and, like, one of their small cheeseburgers. Holy shit, it's expensive. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, did they have the peanuts or those back? I know they got rid of those during. Uh, they were in there, yeah, because I filled uh, my bag up. That's the only upside to spending that much money. You get free peanuts, but I mean, how much do peanuts really cost? Yeah, like a bag of peanuts is going to cost you six bucks, maybe a big bag. I guess, I guess at Dodger Stadium. At Dodger Stadium, will cost you
2: $600 because they got Otani, but at, <laughs> at the store, maybe more than
3: that, The Prices have gone so much. Up. It's that Putin price hike, Danny. That's oh, it. No, the- no, no, you're right. Because I bought a bag of pistachios last week, $15 for a small bag. They really get you on the macadamia nuts, those because
2: they're exotic from Hawaii, and they stick it to you. And I love macadamia nuts, but I don't get them very often because they're, A, they're not very good for you, and B, they taste great, and C, they uh, gouge you. I've been making this brittle, and Mm. uh, I I tried macadamia nut brittle, which came out all right. The peanut brittle, I think, is better than the macadamia brittle, but.
3: I'll be the judge of that.
2: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get one more. For sure. You're getting me a mug. I'll, uh, I'll definitely uh, get you some, uh, some brittle. Uh, Lions fan Larry writes in, says in uh, he's in the mutton state. He says, Ben and Danny enjoy the pod while I'm cleaning up the uh, house here, Ben. I heard you upset over something that happened at the start of the show the other night. You said you didn't say what it was. Can you uh, let us fifth-hour stands uh, know uh, what, what happened? Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Danny? Should I tell the, tell the story? I don't know.
3: Tell the, uh, the two-minute version of it. Okay, so yeah. So the way this works,
2: um, I'm, I'm very happy that the show has a lot of commercials. The more commercials, the better, right? Because we're, we're not doing commercial-free. We're not doing commercial-free radio. We're doing like commercial radio. And it tells you that the show's doing well. The more commercials you have, to me, it tells you the show's doing pretty well that it, there've been times I've been at Fox sports radio for over 20 years. There've been times we had no commercials. That ain't good. Uh, so I'd rather have too many than not enough, but uh, I do a lot of live reads. I haven't you know, recently, this the last like year I've started doing more live reads, which is fine. I, I don't care. I like doing live reads. I put my own, my own touch on them. I put my own bullshit in them. Yeah. You always Ben Maller here. I know. I always, I learned that from a guy early in my career, a seasoned radio guy back in the heyday of radio. And he told me, he said, listen, if they're going to force you to do these commercials, what is the most important thing for you? It's your brand. So every time the the commercials play, if they play your name or you say your name, then that maybe somebody hears you and likes how you read the commercial and they want to hear your show. And I've always done that. Every time I have to do a commercial, I always try to put my name in there
3: when I was producing your live show, I would email your spots off to sales and sales would say, Oh, he added his name. Uh, thank you.
2: <laughs> well,
3: listen, that's the, uh, the
2: way it goes. You want me to do it? You want, you want to pay me a little extra. I won't do it, but they don't, they never, every time I say, Hey, pay me a little extra. I'll, uh, I'll take the name out. They never want that. They <laughs> never, they never say that's a good idea. Um, so yeah, I'll give you the brief story, Larry. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Good luck to your lions today. At least cover the spread. That would help me out. Uh, Yeah, so the other night, again, we do a lot of commercials, and I have a big stack of copy, digital copy, mind you. But there's a lot of different commercials, and uh, I am given the name of the commercial that I have to read at the end. We usually do a live read at the end of the monologue, and then we do a couple during the hour, like brief, small reads one at the bottom, sometimes one in the last segment. So this this other night, I'm beginning the show. The open to the show is on. I've got to present the monologue for the hour, at the top of the hour, first hour of the show. And as the open is playing, as I'm turning my mic on, a voice in my head says, all right, here's the uh, the, the commercial you need to, to read. Here's the name of it You know." Like, I don't have, how am I going to get, I have to do the the monologue. And then I had to, it was, uh, yeah, it, it just, uh, the timing was a little odd. That That's the thing. You, you know, Danny, the timing's important. You want to have time to have the copy and be prepared and all that stuff. And uh, so it was a little, a little uh, upsetting, but I, I calmed down. I calmed down and I, I did find the copy. Was it Coop talking in your ear or Iowa Sam? Um, well, I will not, I will not reveal uh, who who did that. But they are big fans of a woman's basketball player from Iowa, so uh, I don't remember the person's name. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there was, can I tell you? Uh, I'll make this a thirty second story. But I was producing the great Steve Hartman on the weekend a couple of years ago. Oh, Homer Hartman, come on! And by the way, on his show. I begged the Raiders to use their draft capital to go up and get C.J. Stroud. Did, I, they? I did they? No. No. I would have been a genius general manager, though, Ben. I wouldn't have been fired like Ziggler. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, Iowa Sam was running the board on those weekend shifts. Steve Hartman, who's a uh, a well-tested veteran, does not like voices in his head as he's doing his show. So uh, Iowa Sam asked me, he was, hey, did... Uh, did Hartman do that fifteen second live read? Well, I was answering his phones. I'm I'm not sure, but let's wait. Wait for him to finish the break. If he didn't do it, we'll make it good. We'll make it good on the other side. Oh, I God. got into Steve Hartman's earpiece and said, "Blah blah blah blah." Live read. Steve Hartman stops dead in his tracks on the air and said, "What? We have breaking news." <laughs> uh... Uh... Uh, Needless to uh, say, Steve Hartman came in during the commercial break, furious, and said, <laughs> "Don't ever talk in my earpiece again unless it's breaking news." <laughs> yeah, listen, I, don't, I'm not
2: that extreme. To, I'm not. I, this just the timing yeah. could not have been worse. I'm just trying to pre- do the monologue as good as I can. I got this uh, Fugazi camera on me because they want the internet videos, which is fine. Whatever, that's their thing. I give them the videos, but I can't. I can't be like scrambling around and all that stuff. So I just all I need is like two or three minutes. Is that too much to ask? Dan? like two or three minutes, mm-hmm. all right, and then I have time to find it and then I can get. No, back. And, and
3: and you know what, Sam, he's got really good intentions, and he had good intentions trying to help Steve make sure he did that read. But it's just you gotta know the host. You gotta know their tendencies and what they like and what they don't like.
2: Yeah, you can slide that in later in the
1: show. And yeah, you know, no harm, no foul. Everything's good. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables.
2: Mike in Fullerton writes in. He says, happy new car smell day. Is it new car smell day today? That's what he says. It's a national.
3: Oh, I love that smell, by the way. That should be a. It is. Oh, it should be a cologne. It is wonderful. It's one of the great smells. It's one of the reasons to buy a new car
2: is just for the smell. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, It's National Kazoo Day. It's Lego Day. I was a huge Lego guy back in the back in the day. Uh, I think, I is he making that up? I don't know. There's a million holidays today. A weird Buguesi. I do Bugazi. He, he's probably making that up. Bad job by him. Uh, anyway, Mike says, uh, what's your opinion, guys, on people making a heart with their hands? I think it's just about the stupidest, lamest thing a person could do. Travis Kelsey doing it in a touchdown celebration was the last straw for me. All right, Mike. Yeah. Wasn't that sarcastic, though? Didn't Kelsey say that was kind of mocking the Bills fans that were busting his
3: balls? Supposedly. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Maybe he was embarrassed after the fact and was like, oh, let me pretend like I was poking at the Bills.
2: Yeah. Like, what did Kelsey got all upset with the Bills fans? Like, what did he expect? Like, he's a, he's the playing for the other team. Like, you got that. And with all the other stuff Kelsey's done to kind of enter the political conversation with, Uh, The
3: the deal, the vaccine thing, and then the Bud Light. Like, what did he think? You know what? Buffalo has been very, very good to Taylor Swift. That area more than sells out. They sell out the parking lot when she performs there. So, to me, I saw that heart flash towards the box. I think he was trying to propose to her. That's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) Just go with it. Just just go with it. The he hell is, is like, oh, the cute heart to my girl. And then people are like, you pussy. And he's like, no, no. ah, oh, what I meant. <laughs> that was for the Bills fans that were that were all <laughs> up on her. Yeah. No, no. We know what you were doing, dude. <laughs> all
2: right. Next up on the Mailbag, Steve in L.A., where we do this podcast from. And uh, Steve says, uh, Ben and Danny, uh, enjoy the podcast. Uh, ben, you're a pretty cynical guy. I like your your late night show. I think it's great. By the way, are compliments really genuine? Uh, I see what you did there, Steve. Um, so here's my position on compliments. I want to see if you agree with me on this name. So I believe that twenty percent of compliments are legit, and eighty percent are bullshit. Do you think I'm right with that? Like a lot of people compliment stuff just to be not you know, they're polite, but they don't really believe it. I think about 20%. A 200 batting average is legit.
3: Yeah, I would say 40 are legit. 40-60 I would say. So popular. You know, by the way, last Wednesday was National Give a Compliment Day.
2: Oh, is that Is that right? Yeah. It's nice. Uh,
3: I, I'll I, give you one, but it's not Wednesday anymore. That's right. It's
2: thank you. Uh, yeah, I think only 20%. But and this depends there's a lot of variables steve and you listening uh, i hope you're listening steve but it, it, there's a lot of variables because you not only have like location there's a lot of people at work who are who say nice things to try they think they're going to get promoted to certain people right there's that uh yeah i think i think you know 20 i'm going i'm sticking with 20 percent. i think 20 percent are legit and then there's because there's a lot of bullshit artists that are out there so i think those those people, you got to factor that in where they're not sincere at all. They're using the compliment. They're weaponizing the compliment. All right, next up, Ask Alf, uh, writes in Alf, the alien opiner. He says, what are the odds that Eddie would listen to the uncensored tweet segment of the Fifth Hour podcast that he suggested? Yeah, you. if you miss this, Danny, Eddie, I, I'll, I'll often not be able to read things on the radio. I can't read that on the air, you know, whatever, because they're, foul perverse x-rated whatever so i'll mm-hmm. just skip over them as i'm going through social media whatever and I, we get a lot of jokes the funniest jokes we get uh-huh. we can't read on the air because they're not radio friendly so eddie's like well just do it on your podcast just read the really foul jokes and and do the uh the the x-rated content and all that He's like, yeah go for it little taste and uh, anyway, Alf says uh, the answer uh, of how, uh, how uh, the odds that Eddie would listen to the uncensored uh, tweet segment, uh, 0% uh, Alf says,
3: uh, uh,
2: who is he kidding? He says he barely listened. Wait,
3: to- wait, 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 Alf, you're forgetting something though. All we would have to do is talk about Eddie's wife and the chargers on the podcast. Eddie would tune into that 100%. Yeah. So in the middle of that would be like, Oh, by the way, uh, Eddie's wife and the Chargers did you see what she tweeted about the new head coach blah 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 and if you told Eddie about that then Eddie would tell you oh happy wife happy life and he would tune in
2: <laughs> yeah there you go you're set up right now how about shut up boy all these Charger fans Danny
3: this
2: I know about, man. they are on cloud nine they are to oh, the- this
3: fixes everything man this this takes the curse off of the Chargers
2: Hey, it is a good hire. I'll give him that. But I think Antonio Pierce is a good hire with the the Raiders. I think he'll do a good job with the Raiders. It's like it's going to be very interesting now in the AFC West, not to go too sporto, but you got Sean Payton, who many bootlickers in the media think is amazing with the Broncos. You got the Raiders with Antonio Pierce, who I think is going to do pretty well. You got Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh with the Chargers. And then at the very top is Andy Reid, assuming he doesn't retire. Yeah later today or after the Super Bowl if the Chiefs win today, and that's a really loaded division.
3: Yeah, you're not kidding. We went from Reed, Hackett, McDaniels, and Staley to Reed, Sean Payton, Antonio Pierce, and Jim Harbaugh. That's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. Just a little
2: bit. Chargers no longer having their yoga coach doing the downward dog. They don't have him as the, uh, the coach anymore. Staley, oh, my God what a disaster. All right, next up on the mailbag. Uh, thank you, Alf. But Alf sending me recipes too. He sent me recipes for a blueberry, blue blue uh, blueberry cookie and a cannoli cookie. I'm thinking about making the cannoli cookie. Cannoli cookie, that sounds good. Yeah, it's got some cheese in it and it's a, but it's a chocolate it's like a chocolate chip cookie but it's got extra stuff in there cuz it's a cannoli. I'm thinking about making that. I might. I don't know.
3: Cream cheese or cheese involved in a dessert, I'm there. I mean, I, I can't have it right now. But back in the big eating days, I would be right there front and center at the table.
2: Rare and appropriate, Danny. You got to live your life, right? Rare and appropriate. Maybe like, do you have a cheat day? The Rock
3: has a cheat day. Like one day one day a month or something you go for? Uh, it? Yeah, we've been doing our date day, me and my girl, on Saturdays. Okay. Which, which, by the way, shouts out to you because for Christmas you gave me a CPK gift card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, a couple of Saturdays ago, when uh, Peacock was raping everybody with that app, <laughs> we were there and we watched that first half hour for free of that game on NBC at our local CPK while we had pea soup as the appetizer. And then uh, what did we split? We had a great entree, too. It was really good. Hadn't guess, been I'm, guessing CP- pizza. I'm guessing pizza. Oh, you're right. We did the, uh, the Thai, the Thai pizza. Oh, the Thai pizza. All right. Well, good. Yeah good with a peanut sauce
2: nice yeah they have some some interesting exotic things at the california pizza kitchen for sure yeah and if you ever need a link danny i can uh, I, I know a guy you know I, if you need a link for any of that stuff i can no, i don't know i can i can hook you up i know a guy uh let's see here. george and Uvalde, texas writes in he says uh, which will be more effective the Chargers defense under Jim Harbaugh or the electric vehicle chargers when temperatures are under thirty-two degrees. Wow. Uh yeah. I'll, I'll go, I'll go Harbaugh. I'll go Harbaugh. I'll go Harbaugh because I've seen some of those those clips. The other thing's wild about those like Teslas is like when they light on fire, how do you put it out? Right. You can't it takes a lot of
3: it's not like a normal car fire
2: because you can't use the water. Yeah. Right? You gotta use something else.
3: Have you seen any of those? Is it pronounced Rivian? Rivian? I have seen some of those. Yeah, I have. The, the light goes all the way across, so it looks like a spaceship is behind you. Yeah, those are really expensive, too, right? I see some futuristic cars in this area, but that is next level, man. The, the way those lights look at night, especially.
2: Yeah, it's, it looks pretty good. There's a Tesla dealer not far away from the Mallard Mansion, and uh, they I heard a rumor that the Tesla people have been loaning out those, you know, those weird-looking trucks that they've got now?
3: Tovino said he saw one for the first time last week, and he bugged out. He said it is the most futuristic-looking vehicle he's ever seen in his life. What does the inside of it look like,
2: though? I've not seen the— I Oh, know, Yeah. Know. Yeah, I don't know what the inside I
3: don't was. know, but he said he was just blown away. He he had seen pictures obviously, but he said seeing it in person was a whole different thing.
2: Yeah. I'm a big guy. I think it's more important to have a nice comfortable inside of the car. Like I don't obviously you want it to look decent, but I'm not worried about how much it looks on the outside. I want to cuz I don't see the outside. I'm on the inside. So I want a comfortable seat. Uh I the, the the most comfortable car I ever drove in was a Lincoln Town Car in Cleveland that we rented, and it was like sitting on your sofa. This is years <laughs> ago. Driving while you're sitting. Uh, in your
3: so comfortable. That's, uh, that's classic grandfather material right there. Yeah, like,
2: but I, hey, I was in my 20s, man. I was in my early 20s. And I was like this
3: yeah. My grandpa had this big, long caddy when I was a kid, and he drove that thing around like he was a pimp. No, Yeah, man, those...
2: I'm going to get one of those things uh, again down the line uh, if I can afford them. uh, I'll do that.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip.
0: If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel offer valid on select AK systems through June 16 2024 see participating retailer for details
2: i heard i don't know if i finished the story they're, they're loaning out the tesla trucks to like social media influencers so they can do videos so they I, do they think these people who watch the videos go oh i'll go out and spend 100,000 on a you know tesla truck or whatever how much are those things are they 100,000
3: yeah, they're more than that. Okay. Uh, next
2: up, uh, Chet from Henderson, Nevada. Hey, we talked about Henderson. Uh, good restaurants. Uh says, Ben and Danny G, will you guys be coming to town here for the Super Bowl? Would love uh, to meet you. Uh, well, you'll be there, Danny. I don't know that I'm going to be. I have not heard from anybody. So the fact that management has not contacted me would lead me to believe, Chet, I didn't make the list this year. Uh, but I, I could still go. It, Vegas is like a suburb. Uh, As you know, Chet, because you live uh, in a suburb of Vegas, like L.A. is pretty much a suburb of Vegas anyway. So I I am considering making and and I haven't even talked to you about this, Danny. uh,
3: Yeah, I'm glad this came up because I asked our boss last week, I said, is any of the fifth hour going to be recorded there again? And he said, honestly, I haven't heard from Ben about any of it this year. So I think he was waiting to hear from you.
2: All right, well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll message him. But, yeah, I would like to go that Friday and just kind of hang out. Like we did last year. We had Emmett Smith on, which was pretty cool. And Yeah. Um, the only problem is with the logistics of this year with the TV. I, I had the opportunity to do the TV show from Vegas, but it would have absolutely killed me, and I didn't want to die. Um, so, yeah, I think the plan tentatively will be to go just drive, do the overnight show, and then drive out. And and hang out all day and try not to pass out from uh, lack of sleep. I think, uh, yeah, because that worked out pretty well last year. I had a great time. It was fun. We we had a really good time. We had some some cool people we got to talk to.
3: Yeah, that was fun recording the fifth hour there. Oh, and P.S. I looked up the uh, the Tesla truck. You're right. It's uh it's around eighty thousand uh, dollars.
2: with the upgrades,
3: though, I fun. guess you could. What would you do? Put a machine gun.
2: I'd put a gun rack on the back of it, you know. No, I uh, I just put like a sofa in there in the middle, you know. I just sit on
3: sofa. <laughs> like, hey. Build a little man cave in the back seat.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll do a couple more. Nick in Wisconsin says Ben and Danny, when you were younger, were there any jobs other than radio that you did, and if so, uh, what were they? We both went to radio very young. Dan. I was nineteen. How old were you when you got into radio? You were younger than me, right? Fifteen years old. Well, I pretended like I was in radio when I was fifteen, but my uh, I went in. I think I might have been even eighteen. I well, the first like I think nineteen was the sweet spot. Yeah, trying to do the math. I think I was I was just before I turned nineteen, so I was like eighteen. I say nineteen because that's when it really I was an intern at eighteen, and I got my first paid gig at nineteen. But I did I did like random. I did it as a newspaper delivery guy. Does that count? I delivered newspapers. Uh, when I was a kid and I worked at my mom, my mom ran a mailing service. I bulk mail place. So I put a lot of labels on envelopes, did that kind of stuff. Uh, post office, went to the post office a lot. My mom made, made a lot of money on junk mail. Like the real back before the internet, you had to spend a lot of money, real realtors and whatnot on yeah. mail. And my mom, uh, managed a lot of that stuff. Uh, so I helped out. Out with that. What about you, Danny? Is it all radio all the time?
3: Almost, but, you know, when you're starting out as a kid in radio, you're just doing weekends, like weekend overnights. So I had to find something to do during the week when it was the summer, you know, for a summer job during high school. I worked at a place called Baker Brothers. It was an auto parts warehouse, and the owner-operator lived on the property. Well, he had a young, blonde, haughty daughter, on my work breaks, she would come over and chit chat with me. One day she told me, Hey, tomorrow I want you to come over for lunch. And I was like, you sure your dad will be all right with that? And she's like, Oh yeah, he likes you. I remember getting home and I told my mom about this and she was, like, you better be careful. He'll fire you. they not going to fire me. She even said he likes me. So the next day at work, Ben, I wander over on my lunch hour. Knock on their door. She lets me in. I sit down. She made lasagna, by the way. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. And boom goes the dynamite. Guess who walks in? Oh, no. And he gives me the dirtiest look. What are you doing in here?
0: <laughs> it's not trigonometry.
2: I'm eating lasagna. Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: then I was mysteriously laid off for my position a week later.
2: But that had nothing. Those things were not related at all, right? Not no. Not in the no. least. Not in the next. Not, not at you, all. Uh, not at all. Have, did you go back for more lasagna after that? Or uh, <laughs> No,
3: no. but any time I've ever had lasagna since, I think about it. You're fired. Yeah, I bet. Uh, Attilo writes in. He uh, says,
2: Ben, you always keep me entertained in the wee hours with the fifth hour podcast with you and Danny G. I enjoyed the, um, this one, which one? Uh, hold on, I didn't write down. Let's see. I took this off the interweb. Let's see, of course, it's not open. I'm, I'm going to click one button. Not that it matters. like Do you think we're going to remember the, uh, the, the pod that he's talking about here? But he did write this this week, so it must have been one. He says, uh, I can't wait to listen to today's show. Uh, he liked the Muppets and Mangoes podcast. Oh, that was that was the one when I was talking about. The, the I own a Muppet.
3: Yeah. Got that yeah. One. Yeah. You yeah, you got the Muppet and then uh the, the mango sauce was uh all over that skip hop. I was calling it a hip hop bouncer. It's really called a skip pop bouncer. Oh,
2: that's right. Yeah, that was a yeah. good story. Yeah, that was a good story by you. Uh Attila says Baba gu- Baba Ghoul is what he, he signed out. Baba Ghoul. Our uh, last <laughs> we'll get out on this. Last one, Shane. Uh he did not say what city he's from, parts unknown says, I got one question, Big Ben and Danny G. The back scratcher portion of the fifth hour is on Snooze Patrol. Yeah, we haven't done it recently because we haven't had
3: any reviews. So the question. Oh, by the way, Ben, Ben, back to your Muppet. Yeah. What a great video you posted last weekend.
2: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Video with
3: the Muppet. I I should do that more often. People like Muppets. They love Muppets. Yeah, I thought you had hired a voice artist. (laughs) And then the camera went to you. I was like, oh, shit, that was Ben doing the voice.
2: (laughs) We spare no expense here, Danny. No expense. No expense is spared on this. Uh, This
3: Let's be the face of our podcast. That Muppet should be the mascot of the fifth hour.
2: Yeah. Uh, Anyway, he says, uh, the backstretch portion of the fifth hour of the snooze patrol. He says, which of these two things, uh, Shane says, will occur first? A, y'all hit 500 reviews on the podcast, or B, Bill Belichick, Sets the all-time NFL wins record. Alright, so I we're ahead of Belichick because we still can get reviews. Belichick, unless he gets hired by another team, cannot get the all-time wins record. So I'm betting on us, Danny. I am betting on this podcast. I just looked. We have 428 reviews. Now, last year, we were averaging two or three a week, right? W- one to three a week, we were averaging. But Starting in, like, December, that, like, went away. But here's the thing. We're getting more people in the mailbag. There's different names that are sending questions in, which is great. Not that we don't love Pierre and Mike and, uh, and, you know, all the guys that normally write in. So we're getting some new names. But we just need to cultivate them, Danny, to put reviews in that does help us out on the the podcast page. So that would that would be big. So, yeah, but I'm I'm betting on it. I'm betting on
3: yeah. it. Yeah, we're going to hit that mark
2: first. Yeah, it might take six years, but we're going to get there. All right, uh, we'll get out. Uh, Danny, uh, what do you got Sunday? I'll be back on the radio tonight, breaking down the championship games in the NFL. I say tonight on the West Coast, but 2 a.m. in the East and 11 p.m. late night here in La La Land. We'll have a fresh edition of the radio show, and we've got that to look forward to. And the TV show, if you're listening this morning, SN uh, SNY New York. It's on eleven thirty this morning. Depending on how early you're, you're listening to this podcast, uh, so that's New York time. And uh, what do you got going on, Danny?
3: I will be eating some of that healthy Himalayan popcorn. You with the uh, championship games on. It's all about NFL playoffs today. Playoffs. Playoffs.
2: Outstanding. All right. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you tonight. Back on the radio, on the radio, on the radio. Asta
3: pasta. Got a murder, gotta go.
0: Get tickets now.